Welcome, welcome to the Sylvania Ram football program. That's the way I like to bring everybody on. We got a little video to the sidelines up at Geraldine post game, Coach. Uh, we'll bring Coach Wilson in on a minute, but Coach Van, it's a big victory Friday night. Huge win, man. We uh, talked about it all week. You know, this is this is a game you got to have if you want to control your own destiny and you not have to rely on anyone else to <clears throat> do anything to help you out to get a um, a home playoff game. You have to win this one, and we won that one, and it's huge. And we control our own destiny. Now we have to string together some wins down the stretch to to seal it up. But I'm proud of the effort we played with. I'm proud of the guys who stepped in for for some injured players and, and played hard, played their guts out. I'm, I'm just proud of our football team and the staff, and, and uh, it's just a big win. Coach uh, Wilson, welcome in tonight, buddy. Uh, we've been waiting to have you on for a while. Glad to be uh, glad to have you here tonight. Appreciate y'all having me. That win Coach Van was talking about wasn't without some challenges. You had to move some people around. Y'all had to be – improvise a little bit uh, with some people going down. thought the kids uh, answered the call pretty well that stepped up to play. Yeah, they, you know, they, they practice hard. Uh, play hard for us, you know. So, number three, quarterback come in there in the third quarter. We, we only had the ball three possessions in the second half, and um, he was in for all three of them. Drove us down the field for one, and, and then, um, also, the last drive, we were able to, to run the ball down the field and score as well. But <clears throat> proud of number three, proud of the multiple guys that stepped in on, on defense to help us out with, with 21 and 25 going down, who got most of the preparation reps um, going in the game uh, against Geraldine. Uh, but a bunch of young guys stepped in and played hard. And uh, that's what I love about our, our program and our football players, man. They don't care who it is, doesn't matter who's hurt. Um, in, in the long long run, in, in their minds, it matters. Of course, it matters. But we also know that, that the next guys will step up and play their tails off, and we're going to find a way to win the football game. Big win, as we talked about. We'll have some highlights later on. Coach Wilson, uh, on the sidelines Friday night, the kids all looked excitement, excited. They all looked up. What was the pregame like? Was it just as off the hook as it looked? Oh, yeah. Our pregame is awesome, and I think we can be like that because of the way we prepare. Uh, Coach Van does a great job making sure the staff and the players are ready to go, and when you do that on Friday night, that's the funnest day of the week. You know, Monday through Thursday is the prep, and then Friday is just another day for us, and then that's when we get to go and have fun, and trust me, yeah, it's a blast as it looked for sure. Coach um, Van, before we get into the game and how y'all come up to you in a minute, thank you, Coach Wilson. Let's talk about three a little bit. And um, you've talked about him throughout the year that at some point you would need him. And he was a quarterback and he was a leader. And, and this was the time and place that the football team needed in the second half of this game. Right. Yeah, he's he's prepared the right way. You know, I, I've never questioned his arm strength. Um, his arm strength has to come a long ways in one year. Uh, last year at this time, uh, he was he was a freshman. His hand was smaller. Uh, we wasn't getting a lot of velocity on the football. Um, he worked hard in the offseason. Uh, his hands got bigger, which naturally to be able to grip the ball better. Um, but he's also spinning it and throwing it really well. Uh, he makes you know today we struggle with some reads when he was rotating in some. Um, he's a smart kid. He's learning it and being able to be thrown in and then getting more reps in practice because you never know when he's going to have to go back in. And, 
play in the game on Friday. He's he's doing a really good job, and he's getting better with it. You know, his steps are not always perfect right now, but he's working on getting better, and I'm proud of him. I'm proud of the way he works. I'm proud, you know, of the way he comes into meetings. I'm proud of the way he prepares, and, and I'm excited about the future with three in there as well. I'm, I'm proud of both of my guys in the quarterback room and the way they was able to play. Nine's doing a really good job. I hated that he went down, but because of the way nine leads, um, he was able to help three in, in what he done, you know. And when three did well, nine was there to to dab him up and tell him good job. You know, they're good teammates, and, and they both play really well. That's awesome, Coach Fan. Coach Wilson, as our guest this week, you have a very important job. All right. We don't want you to get run over on the sideline. You can't get injured this week. We cannot have another guest go down. So your job – is to keep your head on the swivel this week and don't get hit on the sideline, okay? I'll Coach, do my best. I'll do we're going to break the Randy and Howie curse right now with you. Well, I believe when Coach Clark was on here, his tire blew out like two days later, so my head's <laughs> on the swivel for the next week, trust me. <laughs> Howie Chaney, see if you can change the momentum of this around. Coach Wilson, I call you the Coach Energizer because you're up and down that sideline. Where do you get all that energy from? Uh, I mean, I think that's just the passion for our players. Um, I always think back to November, December, February, whenever it was, when I was asking them to get under a squat bar and, and go through heck. I mean, so I think back to now that we're in the season, all their hard work pays off and watching the way they've prepared and watching things pay off for them. I mean, that, that that's just a blast for me. So it's just 100% passion, trust me. I tell you what, when they're when a big play takes place, you're running up and down the sideline going crazy you're losing your sharpie you're you're throwing stuff around not realizing it is you wear me out just watching you man that's it well that that sharpie i've wore it since the ohatchee game so i can't lose that sharpie and then when i found out coach clark was the one that had it it was a big relief <laughs> so, I'm sentimental to me right now yeah so you know coach van told us that you're the one that's in charge of the music at practice not How <laughs> so how, how do you decide on what's going to be played each day? Oh, uh, well, when I took over the weight room, some advice someone told me is that don't care about the music you like, play the music that the kids like. Um, I'm not the one under the squat bar. Uh, Coach Man or the other coaches aren't the ones that we're asking just to put themselves through misery for an hour and a half. So whatever they want to play, we play as long as it's clean. Coach Man's good with it. Um, it's, it, it, I let, it's on the kids. Now, with that, you got the diversity of the rap in the country. So, I kind of – I guess it just depends on which kid I pick to ask what they want to hear today. That was going to be my next question because uh, it was three or four weeks ago, Coach Van came on and said y'all had a bad practice because you had country music on. So, who yeah. do we blame for that? He blamed you. Well, it really depends if I, what, if I go up to an offensive lineman, they want country. If I go up to a skill guy, they want rap. So, it's really just which one meets me at the fence first on the day of practice. That's what gets played. And then when he gets mad about the music, I just throw my hands up and go, so-and-so's wanted it, so. <laughs> Coach Van, what do you got to say about that? Now he's, he's putting it off on your players now. Yeah. Yeah, always pointing fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Coach's job right there. Yeah. Friday night, um, Coming out of the locker room, you you looked at me. I was walking to the field with you. You looked at me, and you had that look on your face after receiving a uh, not-so-well greeting from the official right before halftime. And I said, 
how's it going, coach? And you just looked at me like I was crazy. And then, then you got that little that little grin on your face. And you're like, you know how it's going. So <laughs> what, what words did you say to get the magic flag thrown out? Oh, I, this is a G-rated show. We we don't know if we can go there. I, but I've got to do a better job of my use of words. <laughs> like as far as I say, God dang. And, and I, I actually learned that and, and be, it become a habit from Don Jacobs. Don Jacobs used to say it all the time. And then he had our whole staff saying it because it's a, it's a habit. Um, and I, I need to quit because it can be portrayed as, as something that's terrible. Um, and that's not what I'm about. But that's what the ref thought I said. Um, didn't say that. Um, and he come back to me later. And, and we both apologized to each other. And he said he did mishear me. Um, but either way, I was getting a flag. He kept telling me he was going to get a flag. If you lie to me, and um, there was multiple things that led up to that. And then, then when I ask a question and you, and you say something and then somehow it gets changed, I don't really appreciate um, you lying. Um, if you just be straight with me from the start, don't change someone's call. Um, I knew we was going to have trouble with that association. I don't care to say it. I told them we was going to have trouble with them, and we had trouble with them. That's just how it is. So, so I don't go, uh, go ahead, finish Sorry, no. that 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 can be um i don't say you need to be effective but sometimes you need to use it to be effective and, and get some attention and are there times that you let let that go just a little farther on the sideline you might get a flag yeah it depends it, sometimes it'll get your players attention a little bit um but I've never used it for that because most of the time my guys are playing hard, they're ready to play, they're, they're good. Um, but if I feel like we're getting uh, robbed or, or something's happening on, for more than just – more so on purpose, and, and I wouldn't call them out to that extent right now, but sometimes it feels that way, and sometimes I let my – my temper get away from me a little bit, and I need to do a better job of just saying, as, as my pastor would say, Jesus, 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 and um, – I need to say Jesus, Jesus, Jesus a lot to keep him saying stuff I shouldn't and just walk away. But but sometimes I feel like it, they, ain't, they ain't giving their guys a chance. And they work. Listen, our, our kids work extremely hard. Um, that's, you you that's need to true. call the game the best of your ability. You know what I'm saying? Don't do not do anything on purpose. But I, I'm, I really – we have different associations in the state. I use Greater Sun Mountain. I think they do a really good job. Um, we don't – do we always get the best calling at home for us? No, but I don't want that. I don't want when you come to our place, us get all the calls. I, d I don't want that to happen. I want you to call it like you see it. And I think our association does a really good job of it. And I think other associations across the state and the one right down the road does a terrible job of it. And and you can talk to coaches that don't use them and they'll tell you the same thing. So, so I'm going to say. We, you know, I've seen it. Well, I have my game I do on Friday night. You can – you can tell when you have a good crew and when you have a bad crew. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's that obvious. Coach, I want to get a little bit to the game and how we all come back to you in just a second. There's a moment in the game, and, and, and I've watched it on the huddle and, and read about it in the newspaper. There's a moment, y'all are up six to three, and, and Geraldine hits a big play, goes up 10 to six. Is that not a key moment in the game? Because I, I really thought, I really thought that we played well in the second quarter after they went up 10 to six. You know, they go up 10 to six. We actually dropped a the ball there. Um, 
we had a chance to move the football there before we gave him the ball back. Ended up punting it. It was our only punt of the night. Um, we could have kept the drive going there. But when you lose a lead like that at any point in time in a game, when you lose a lead or you fall down, you know, 7 nothing early, no matter what it is, um, there's a choice your players make. And there's a decision you make. Either, either you're going to lay down a little bit, you're going to feel sorry for yourself, um, this went bad, or whatever it is. Um, and you always are anxious as a coach to see how you respond. I don't ever question how we're going to respond. I know how our guys are going to respond. And it's it's when we face adversity, I've bragged on them a million times. I'll continue to brag on them. I think we do a better job when adversity hits us in the, in the face. You know, I want it to hit us in the face early. Um, because I think our guys, guys answers really good. Um, so, and our guys answered the call. You know, we fell down ten to six, and, and our guys answered the call. And real quick, uh, I, I know I was hard on officials or whatever earlier. We have a shortage of them, and I'm thankful for the ones we have and what they do. I just want them to, to do things, you know, how they see it, not based off who pays you the bills. <laughs> so, if I don't pay your association, I don't use you. That don't mean you. You don't call for us. I want it just to be fair. I just want it to be fair across the board. But I am thankful for the guys who do it. And I want them to think I'm, I'm bashing them. I'm really you know, thankful for the ones who are out there that's still calling because we can't have a football game without them. You know, uh, Coach, and question to follow up. Coach, man, uh, a good official is like a good doctor or a good attorney. You don't know they're a good doctor or a good attorney. You just see the end result. Right. And and that's the way officiating is. You don't know if it's a good official or a bad official. At the end of the night, when you look at it, you know. You you know without asking a question. Coach Wilson, um, we were talking about that key moment that, that they go up 10 to 6. And we come, Sylvania comes right down the field and answers. What was the sideline like after that touchdown that thir- to make it 13 to 10? And, and, and that seemed to be a point in the game that, the kids just kind of felt failed it and took a little bit of a control of the game. Yeah, I think well, I think our sideline played a big factor in that. Um, when our defense was coming off the field, kids were giving each other high fives, letting them know we're just going to go right back to offense and do what we do. Um, biggest thing I remember is our offensive line. Uh, hearing guys like Will Gant, Kyle Shankles, and them talking after the big play, we knew we could run the ball on, and we knew we were going to be in the right play call. And so as I was hearing them taking the field, that just gave me the confidence knowing that, hey, we're, we're okay. We're right where we want to be. And then, like I said, our sideline was energetic and encouraging the whole night for our team. Big part of it. Big part of it. Janie, uh, go ahead, buddy. You 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 run with it for a minute. Yeah, Coach Van, I'll go back to the flag situation. I heard what you said at halftime. It's 100% true what you just said. Uh, but overall, flag-wise, you did better yourself for three plays against Jordan, and that's when they shifted their whole offense. Well, that's you that you've ever seen them do before, or what? What? Oh, uh, no, I, I mean, I don't even know how many times we practiced it last week. It was a bunch of, I mean, I got tired of seeing the shift in practice. I mean, it was, um, <laughs> scout team did it every day, multiple times a day, and I bet we didn't jump off sides one time, um, in practice, and then we get in the game, and um. Lose focus a little bit, or, or we're ready to go. You know, a lot of times it's just their answer. They're ready to play football. They're, they're ready to fire off. But at the end of the day, their hands not down. They're going to shift. So, whatever. It is what it is. 
let's take a look at that. I, I, I was so intrigued by this shift. I actually video clipped it a little bit. Let's just, let's look at one of their shifts, coach. Coach, is is that 100% for distraction or are they trying to, I mean, I don't know. We've got a team in the area that does the same thing. Multiple reasons. Go, go ahead, yes. Yeah, I think they do it for multiple reasons. One, to do what what we just did and jump off sides. Or, or we didn't then, but we did couple times throughout the game. But I think the others make sure you're going to um, shift with them and, and get line back up right on the other side because you see them changing the call. Um, and if we didn't shift and we didn't bump our front, we actually switch with them, um, then they're going to be, you know, heavy outnumbered on one side. So there's, there's a few different reasons why I believe Davis does it. Coach Davis. Go ahead, Mr. Cheney. I just uh, wanted to follow up since we had the video clip of it. That's fine. Uh, you know, me and John Seals were standing down there after the first time, and and Coach Van had a smile on his face, and we thought that was the first time you had saw that. We didn't know that they had done that previous games. You saw that on film, but I was I, smiling because I was like, "How in the world did <laughs> jump off sides when I got tired of seeing it in practice?" That's what I was thinking in my head. Yeah, yeah. That that answer is a question about the smile there. But then the second time they done it, there's no smile there. It was a a, a grim look on your face and you got the man over here coach wilson every third down is short fourth down and short he's hollering eyes 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 on the ball and jumping up and down running up and down the sideline and uh he does a great job as far as seem like he's coaching the defensive backs and everything coach wilson tell us a little bit about that uh well actually that's from coach willingham he does a great job with the defensive backs and uh to kind of add uh, i help kind of lead our scout team during practice and even I was tired of Coach Clark putting shift in the in the script. Um, yeah, that's, you know, just me being on the offensive staff, um, just kind of the role I took on when we were on the defense side of the ball is just yelling eyes. Um, and that's pre-snap, post-snap, uh, just making sure your eyes are where they're supposed to be. So start with that. Eyes are on the ball. Then once the ball snap, putting your eyes in the right spot. Make sure you're reading the right keys and stuff. Overall, I felt like the defense played – great during the whole game of course i'm not a football coach i don't know but you got what three turnovers against Geraldine the other night uh that's huge i mean that's that's a big difference in the game right there yeah absolutely um compliments to coach clark on that i thought uh sitting in the meeting with him on sunday that they had an absolutely great game plan going into it and the defensive coaches did an outstanding job um i know from the scout team uh they did a great job preparing for them that week so shout out to those guys um, they, they go through a long week um, to get our team ready. So, shout out to those guys for sure. Coach, I'm, Coach Clark, uh, I'm sorry, you, you talked about Coach Clark. Coach Wilson, let's go back for a second. I should have asked this at the very beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where, where you're from and all that. Uh, Randy kind of overlooked that. Yeah, no, uh, so I'm from uh, Huntsville, Alabama. I went to Buckhorn High School, um, grew up a uh, coach's kid. My mom's a teacher, so I kind of grew up everything Buckhorn, everything football. Uh, and I guess how I got with Coach Van is he was the quarterback's coach in Buckhorn my senior year. And then when I got done playing, I was easily not good enough to go play at the next level. Uh, but coaching is all I knew I wanted to do. 
So I went to our head coach about two weeks after my senior year. I said, hey, coach, I'd like to shadow just two coaches. And he said, all right, who? I said, our strength conditioning coach and uh, Coach Van. And so after school every day, I'd meet up with Coach Van and I would watch him. Uh, he was just the quarterback's coach, but the hours he would put in just, I mean, it's December and he's already meeting with the quarterbacks for the next year. So after about the first two weeks, I knew Coach Man was a guy I wanted to work with and be around. And then as a player, me and him, I always had this inside joke that I could beat him in golf, and I, and I still can. Don't let that get overlooked. Um, so uh, I went to play golf with him that summer, and I remember, I remember this moment clearly. We were sitting there, and he kept looking at his phone for some reason. I kind of felt disrespected. He kept looking at his phone for some reason. Um, and I know where he just looked up, and he said, hey, if I get this head coaching job, uh, would you like to would you like to come coach with me? So I don't know if you're going to be a good coach. I think you will. And uh, I kind of didn't really answer the question then. And then he calls me about two weeks later, and he said, "Where are you coming?" And I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I got the job, so let's go." I said, "All right." So two weeks later, we were at Woodville High School, and then I guess the rest is history. So good deal. I know all the kids uh, really like you, appreciate you. They they talk about you on here all the time. You can see Randy shaking his head. Yeah. Uh, it's you know it's great having you at Savannah. I know the kids love you to death, and uh, being a young fella, some of the uh, you know some of the young ladies that's graduated a couple of years ago, they're they're kind of fond of you as well. So, um, but uh, anyway, same problem, you know. Yeah. I, I have that problem, so you know. Yeah, I just try to get on your level now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to work on it here. <laughs> years of, of working it to get. No, no, but to add to that, the Sylvania community, the, the student body, the staff, they've been absolutely great since I've been here, and I'm really appreciative. And they've, they've opened up a young kid who's, you know, living on his own for the first time in his life. They've done a great job making me feel welcome, and I love it here. So look forward to many years. Coach Wilson, I, I, and Coach Van, I'm going to make you a compliment. You know, I'm not good at this, but – that there's an energy about that guy. I mean, as soon as I interviewed him the first time, I was like, I got off the phone with Howie and I said, man, I want to be involved with Sylvania and Coach Van. Uh, you've got the same type of energy. Is that just God-given? Oh, uh, yes, sir. I believe so. I, I was very similar as a player, uh, just passionate. I mean, that's really just the basic way I'd put it. I'm just, I'm passionate about what I do. Uh, I may get too hype. I may get too mad, but I'm, like I just I wear my emotions on my sleeve, so that's just it's just God given, I guess. And I don't try to hide it. So. That's perfect, Coach Van. Um, get back into football just for a second, um, and, and we won't. We'll come back, to Coach Wilson, in a minute. Coming out of that second half, um, they they return a big kickoff and pull close to you. That could have been a huge momentum change. For Geraldine, uh, yeah. Well, I heard. Uh, well, you tell me the story. What, 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 what was the sequence there? The first part of the sequence was the flag before I have, um, and then they mark off the fifteen yards. Um, so we're already kicking from, you know, what was it? Forty-five, twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. So we're kicking from the twenty-five. And we miss four tackles. And we'd have had... I'm already upset because I've, I've got a 15-yarder. I'm already costing us, you know, uh, 
you know, we've already put the emphasis on we got to be better on special teams against Geraldine this year. We was terrible last year. That's the only thing that kept them in the game last year. And then I get us a 15-yard penalty, so now we're kicking for the 25. And then the kick's good. Andretti done another really good job kicking. And uh, we missed four tackles by four guys I trust a lot. And they break off the side and then end up getting down to the 19-yard line. Um, and then we don't get lined up right on defense three plays in a row at a half, and they they punch it in um, on a run around the right end. So, you know, it, it is my fault. Um, I, I take the majority of the blame for, for, for that. I don't take the blame for us not getting sneaking lined up right. We, we You know, it's worked. We talked about it at halftime, and then we failed to go out. And I'm not going to call it the kid's name or the number or anything like that. But we failed to get lined up out there. We got outflanked because it was two different guys that got lined up wrong. Um, but after that, I, I guess they needed to see it not work again. And then they realized they need to get lined up right, and they did a better job the rest of the half. But started out bad there. We're giving them good field position. I mean, you start a team at the 19-yard line, um, chances are they're going to they're find a way to punch it in. Um, so I'll take the blame for it. Coach, the – the fact that that first five minutes of the third quarter, you hear any coach, any clinic, they always talk about win that first five minutes, win that first five minutes. Um, they they have some success early in that first five minutes. As a staff, do you, are you aware of what's happening coming out of the half? You oh, they've got some momentum. We need to we need to answer here. Or are they uh, is that just not part of the ebb and flow of the game for the staff as you're play calling? I knew coming out of half, we need to. It's twenty to ten. We need yeah. to find a way to get a stop right here, score again, and we immediately make it a three-score game. We make it twenty-seven to ten. So it was. So we extend, extend our lead, make it a three-score game, and then we make it really tough on them, and we almost make them almost one-dimensional the rest of the game more so. They can't just run the clock, run the ball the whole time because we was doing a pretty good job against the run. Um, so. You know, out of half, they, they score. They make it 20 to 17. Um, so, we get the ball back. First play of scrimmage, we run uh, we run black, yellow, Q. We run, we run counter pretty much left with a quarterback with Faker Cross. Quarterback keeps it. We don't have a wrapper. If we had the wrapper, uh, as Leo, Leo didn't wrap. If we had the wrapper for the mic, we're in a big play. Uh, we're in a really good play. We're probably at, um, out of half. It's probably a 20 or better better game for number nine for a quarterback. Um, it's something we saw at halftime. Coach Lee did a really good job with. We saw it. We went straight to it. Um, and we failed to route. Nine gets hurt, gets hit on the side of the knee. So then that's when three comes in the game, and, and he makes two or three throws. Our line does a really good job blocking on that series. It's like nine went out, and, and it, we just upped it from then and as far as our intensity and stuff. And, and three come in, made some throws. We run the ball. We ended, went up and made it 27 um, to 17, and that really set the tone there. They get the ball back. We get a pick six, 34-17. The rest, the rest is history. Our guys did a really good job. But one of the biggest plays in the game or, you know, sequences in the game is we get the ball, and I think they make it 34 to 24. And uh, first play from scrimmage, uh, we fumble it. And they had the ball on our own, uh, what was it, 30. So – 
our defense stands right then. It was 34-24. Again, adversity hits. We hit in the mouth. Watch when it happens. Our guys step up. We get a stop. We get the ball back. We drive down. We make it 41-24. And, and that did it. But that was a huge stand by our defense. I think that may get overlooked a lot. But that was, in my opinion, the key possession. Because if they punch it in right there, uh, they make it a one-score game. So, our guys did a really good job. Well, Coach, you did WQSB. You were on the radio and a great interview, and you always represent Sylvania well. And also in the Southern Torch interview, uh, I've got my notes. Uh, you've brought up the defense three different times, uh, and that's just uh, – that's a bonus for this team when the defense plays that well in the second half. Defense played really well. You know, I, I think your defense has the opportunity to be a really good defense on that side of the football. We're, I think we're really good with the run game stuff, and our DBs are getting better. Kind of gets overlooked at, at our DBs making you know, strides because when you play a team, it's just throwing it a whole lot. But when they are, we're, we're in the right place. Um, right. And this week we'll be tested on the back end a lot. And, and I'm excited. Our DBs should be excited. Like um, You have the opportunity to show how far you've come in a few weeks. And, so I'm excited about what we're going to do right now. But our defense has the opportunity to be a really good defense. We just got to keep getting better, you know. And we listen. We're dealing with injuries. We got guys hurt. We'll have different numbers in different positions this week for the 15th time. Feels like, um, but I trust them, and they're going to go out there and they're going to give everything they got. And uh, win, lose, or draw, I'll go to war with them anytime. Uh, I'm proud of them, and, and I'm ready for this Friday night because I'm ready to see who the guy is that's going to step up that we wouldn't expect to again this week. So that, That's awesome, Coach. Uh, you just gave me – that's about my 15th kill bump of doing this show, so I just got them. Coach Wilson, uh, I was going to – Coach Van said it better than I could, but I, you working that strength conditioning into this, when you hit the fourth quarter – uh, that's where that work they've done all summer and all spring and all winter really pays off. That was excellent. Um, do you do you feel a sense of pride when you see them in the weight room and then you see them perform on the field like you did in the fourth quarter of this game? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it takes me back to summer. We actually have a deal during the summer. We do it at least three to four times a summer. It's called fourth quarter drill. And it it's about 45 minutes to an hour of just getting after it. Uh, field drills, uh, sprints, all that good stuff. And it's uh, in the fall. And, uh, and, uh, hold on, let me, hold on, check. let me check. One setting One here. Setting here. Yeah. I think it may have been Howard. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Coach Wilson. Uh, yeah. So that that's what gives us our sense of pride in the fourth quarter to go and dominate our opponent because those four fourth quarters that we did in the summer, I'm sure every kid watching this right now is shaking his head. He, he they remember them well because uh, it's 45 minutes, just absolute heck. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely it's not a, really a sense of pride for me. It definitely should be a sense of pride for the players because um, that's their work that they put in. And then when you look across the field at another team and they've just simply given up and, you, and you're ready to go and you're just absolutely dominating, absolutely, there's a sense of pride there for sure. All right. Coach uh, Van, um, hey, welcome back, Howie Chaney. Coach Van, part of your – we've talked about over the summer, part of your job as a head coach is to coach the coach. 
tell us a little bit about Coach Wilson as a as a coach and where he's grown since he's been at Sylvania and and, and what he brings to the program. And 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 you can talk about his golf game. I can mute him if you want to bring it up. Yeah. Well, I think it was last summer. Maybe the summer before we kept scoring. How many how many times we won and I had to lead him. He did beat me once or twice, but for the most part I took care of him. So that's okay. Um no, we uh so so when we first was at Woodville when I hired him at Woodville. And that was something he talked about a lot, like he wanted to be a um, strength and conditioning guy. It's something he has a passion for. He obviously has a passion for coaching the game of football, but that's something he really loves, his weight room stuff. Um, so we, we actually had a you know I had a program that I really liked that I believe in. Um, and we've talked about it on the show numerous times with the chart and, and how we do, how we yes. superset and auxiliaries and everything that we do. Uh, I believe in it. And I'm, I'm never, no matter where I'm at, I'm not going to change what I do to that extent. All right. But uh, Coach Wilson came in and we did a lot of the auxiliaries and stuff that I like. We did the, you know, pre-circuit, post-circuit type stuff. Um, and, and we did the same stuff all the time. Uh, we got to Sylvania for the first year or so. We kind of did the same, you know, a lot of the same stuff. Um, and then Coach Wilson really took over. I would say more so this past offseason with implementing different auxiliaries um, and different things that he feels like is going to help our program. And, and I gave him, you know, free reign to, to implement a lot of it. <laughs> but he, he does a really good job of working with me and telling me what he likes, what he don't like, and, and kind of talking about what he wants to do and why he wants to do it. That's always my first question is why. Because if you're going to ask me to do something, you better have a belief behind why you think it's better than what we're doing. Why do you think it's going to uh, help our kids? And uh, there's always an answer behind it. That's, uh, I think Wilson's a bright young man, and he, he don't just rely on knowledge he already has. Um, he's a knowledgeable man, young man. And um, when you continue to look stuff up and you continue to listen to clinics, when you continue to listen to podcasts, when you continue to talk to people, and you, you know, you're always expanding your knowledge. Oh, that's a sign of a bright young coach because you, I'm never going to know everything. He's never going to know everything, and everything's always changing. Someone's going to come up with something that's a little bit better, and we got to do our best to make sure that we're we're on the on the up and up, and we're always developing new ways of doing things. And kids don't want to do the same thing all the time. But I think Coach Wilson does a really good job with our kids, working with our kids, relating with their kids. Um, but also being a coach and, and them respecting him. There's a fine line between it, uh, and it's a hard line to, to walk. He does a really good job of doing so, and, and I'm proud of him. I'm glad he's on our staff, and he has a bright young, he has a bright future ahead of it. Um, and we're going to keep him in Sylvania as long as we can keep him in Sylvania, but uh, yeah, it's going to be tough to keep him around forever. Coach Wilson, that's a heck of an endorsement from Coach Van. Um, Absolutely. I, I also got a comment here from friend of the show, Jason Corbin, talking about pregame warm-ups and your motivation uh, and, and and how you just have a sense of energy around you. Um, coaching that pregame, as you're getting ready to take the field, uh, that, that height doesn't seem like you have to pretend. It's just who you are. Oh, I'm ready to roll. Uh, 
once the once the yellow Red Bull gets drank, it it's a whole different level. It, it's a whole different level of go. Trust me. That's a that's that's great, Howie Chaney. Up to you, brother. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, Coach Wilson makes me tired just watching him on the sideline running up and down and all that. Coach Wilson, did you ever play basketball? Because I've seen you jump, do the chest bump with the players. You can get up, son. Oh, I never played basketball. I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, a few of our players know my skills. They're they're pretty bad, but I enjoy playing it. <laughs> well, uh, you thought you'd play golf, too, until you played with Coach Van, too, so there you go. Uh, Coach no. Wilson, what challenge is it? Uh, Howie, I'll come back to you. You brought up a, a good question. What challenge is it, is it to be a younger coach? Coach Van's very young. Y'all are all young compared to me. I'm 56. Y'all too add up and I still got you. But what challenge is it that respect that Coach Van just talked about as a young coach? Um, what what what's the what's the challenge or or is it just integrity that that the kids? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Actually, um, for me, it kind of goes back to actually Coach Van's answer to your question earlier it's about your reason behind why you do what you do um and for me we were at when we were at woodville we were doing a drill one day during the summer and i remember i was you know doing me i'm loud i'm screaming and i remember stopping the drill and just and i just i had not really introduced myself to the players at this point yet they really had not known me well i kind of just went out there and started coaching and i just for about 30 seconds just told them why i was here and I think when a player sees, because I truly believe in the statement, nobody cares what you know until they know that you care. So for me, it's 100% the players just knowing why I'm here, why I'm coaching them. Um, it's not an ego thing for me. It's not, I'm not here to up my coaching career. I'm not here for any of that. I'm here because I truly believe that these four years for these kids is some of the best years of their life. And the only hey. thing I want to be is a positive example and a positive influence for something they can look back on. So. And then once the kids see that's how I coach and I approach the day each and every day, I kind of just think that the respect thing falls into it. It's not something you look for. I think it's just a way of life and a way of coaching. Very well said. Howie, back up to you. Sorry to interrupt you. That's great, great Coach Wilson. Uh, you're fine. Um, I'm ready to transition to this coming week here. I don't know if Coach Van is or not, but I'm not going to say the team's name, but you know who you got this week. Uh, Tell us a little bit about them. What what do you expect from them? Well, um, really good football team. They're you know they're they're ranked number four in the state of Alabama in two A. Um, you know they they uh, and I know I ain't gonna mention you know they 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 believe um, our guys believe and know it's gonna be a war. And we're excited about it. You know, we we've been in wars all year, um, and we're excited about the opportunity to go over there to a really good football team, to a really well coached, good football team that um, they're having a really good year. They're four and zero. They're a top five team in the state of Alabama, um, and that's all I've been telling our guys. They're a top five team in in two A in the state of Alabama, and if we don't go over there ready to go, uh, we won't get our butt kicked. Now, do I think our guys are going to be ready to go? For sure, 100%. I think they're ready. Um, I think our guys are are hearing it. Um, and, and it's like I told everybody. It's like I told WQSB, and it's like I told everybody else. Everybody's going to pick against us again this week, and we want it that way because um, nobody respects the amount of work that our guys are putting in. 
And if they want to pick everybody else, that's the way we want it to be because we want to prove ourselves every Friday night. And uh, that's what our guys are going to do. Um, this Friday night when everybody pits against us again and everybody shows up to that stadium and everybody thinks that, two, that Pisgah, who's ranked number four in the state of Alabama, is going to kick our tail. Our guys know that everybody thinks that. And, and that's fine with us because we want to go over there and uh, no matter what's said outside of these walls, we know what's said, we hear it, and we let it motivate us. But at the end of the day, we're going to go over there and we're going to line up and we're going to play sound football, hard as we can go. I about said something. Sound football, hard as we can go for four quarters, whatever that score is at the end of the day. Um, it is what it is. But I can assure you this. We're going to go over there. <laughs> Regardless of people saying we may not show up, whatever it is, we're going to go over there and we're going to line up and we're going to play football for four quarters. And our guys are ready. Coach Fan, this is, you know, you being from North Side Mountain, this is a big rivalry between North Side Mountain and Pisgah. Mm-hmm. Sylvania, it's not a huge rivalry, but you got cousins playing against cousins, you got church members playing against church members. So that's got to be some motivation for your team. It is. They're motivated. And, again, uh, it, uh, and like I tell our kids, they are not to say a word. We don't ever predict what we're going to do. Um, and when we hear that other people are doing that, that's what we want to hear. We want to hear. That's fine. We, we're just wanting to play football. We're excited about it. I, I know I keep harping on it, but uh, – you know, where it's a non-region game. A lot of people think we're not going to take it serious, or people may think that it don't matter. It matters to these guys in this locker room um, because we're trying to go. We're trying to go nine and one, and we can't go nine and one uh, without winning this Friday night. We're going to do everything. We prepared the same way. Uh, we've lifted the same way. We ain't changed anything. Uh, I don't care who's hurt, how many's hurt, how many's dressing Friday night. The eleven that's out there on that field. No matter who it is, it's gonna give everything they got, and they've prepared the right way so far this week. We got to finish up the preparation tomorrow on Thursday, um, but we're excited about the opportunity to play a really good football team in a non-region. That listen, they run spread, and it's something we've got to get better at. And it's something that when I scheduled it, if you look at our schedule, we don't play a lot of spread teams. Um, we got we got Westbrook Christian coming up later in the year, um, and then name somebody else that runs spread. There ain't, there ain't many. We got. We played Sachs, we played Piedmont, Pisgah, and Westbrook. And I know we're going to see it in the playoffs if we can take care of business and get into the playoffs. So it's something I know we got to see. Um, but right down the road, it's a big game on Friday night for this community, uh, for their community. Um, it's why you play high school football. Friday nights like this one where you're close to each other, communities are fired up, um, Kids are excited. That this is this is what high school football is about, and I know I'm excited. I know these kids are excited, um, and we're just ready to play football. Coach Wilson, coming from Buckhorn, coming to this small town, small community stuff. How have you adjusted to these rivalry games of people? Like I said, our uh, cousins playing against cousins, church member against church members, and some of these kids probably even went to school together at Hanniger, and then when they got to a certain grade, they had to split apart. So, what what was your first reaction to this uh, type of a uh, game coach yeah uh come from buckhorn it was more that happened once a year we'd play hazel green once a year and that was kind of what you say the you know everybody the communities love it and then coming here it's it's every other week you know with, with playing you geraldine pisgah you know it, it's all the time 
and, and I love it. And, you know, kind of to add what Coach Van said, when you when I look back on my playing days, I don't – the games that don't come to mind weren't when you went against an 0-4 team or a team that was three hours away. It was when, you know, you're going to a place that's 4-0, and and I loved when the other teams were fired up. I like being the underdog, and, you know, like I said, at Buckhorn it was once a year. Here it's five, six times a year. So I love it. Okay, Randy, it's all yours. Well, I, I got to apologize for something. I tried to star a comment from a special fan, and, and I ended up blocking her, Coach Van's wife, Hannah. Uh, the block was accidental. I was trying to start your comment. Coach, <laughs> Coach, Coach, you're, you're, you've got great support there, and she's always showing support. I was like, I think I just blocked every hmm. comment. On the state. So if you're in trouble tonight, you know it was my fault. Your fault, right? Uh, I might have I might have messed up that play a little bit. <laughs> Coach, you're talking about Pisgah, and, and, and Coach Wilson said it so well. Um, all the goals are still intact. This is outside the region, and sometimes I think outside the region, especially when it's in your backyard, becomes just fun football, and you can just go back and peel your ears back and go after it. Uh, you talked about playing at Buckhorn, playing Hazel Green, and coaching your playing career. Is there, you know, is there times that that you just know it's out there and you can just leave it on the field and feel good about it? Yeah, this is one of them weeks. Like, we, we can't uh, – it's a big game in the fact that if we do slip up later down the road, if we can find a way to win this Friday night, um, it helps us out with tiebreakers a lot because of their wins that they're going to have, the amount of wins they're going to have. They're on seven, eight, nine wins, whatever, ten wins, right? nine wins. If, if we can find a way to win, I don't know how many they'll end up with, but uh, we'll get them wins and then we'll get sacks. We already secured the sacks wins. So tiebreakers look really good for us um, if we can win this football game. Now, if we don't, uh, it puts us in, in a kind of a situation where, you know, we control our own destiny, period. Um, and we can win out, we'll be fine. But it's a big game if we need the wins, if that makes sense. But it's also a big game because um, if you're a winner, you, you just want to find a way to win the football game. Um, it's uh, and, and when you're going up, listen, Pisgah is a good football team, and they're well coached. They do things the right way. Um, so if we're not ready to play, it's going to be tough on Friday night. Uh, so we got to be sure that we're ready to play. Um, against a really good opponent uh, that's going to make us better. Coach, um, not to overlook it, but Friday night's also midpoint of the season. Um, is this a point that you as a staff with Coach Wilson, Coach Clark, and the rest of the staff uh, have a small evaluation period? We're halfway through the season. Goals are intact. Um, here's the backside of our season. Is it is it not a time that you lay out just a little bit of Let's let's see what we've done well and need to do better in the back half of this year. Yeah, I actually ran the reports this morning on our offense from all four games up to this point. I'm gonna be sure to break every single tendency this Friday night. That's the only reason I did it. Um, so I'm gonna break every tendency that we had Friday night. Every one of them. Every tendency that that 
that they have over there, I'm breaking it this Friday night. So we're going to do opposite of it. So, no, I ran the reports on ourselves uh, just to see where we're at, you know, what we got to get better at as an offensive staff, me and Clark spoke. Um, and then we, you got to look at what's ahead um, and what needs to take place in the future, who we need to get healthy, what weeks do we have um, that we can and get them ready to go. Um, and because we're in a situation right now that um, we can't – it's a it's a non-region game. We want to win this football game, but we can't put a kid's rest of the season in jeopardy over, over one football game. Um, we're not going to do that ever. Um, so some guys won't be dressing this Friday night. So, and some will that that they probably think won't. So, <laughs> but we're we're all right. We're we're excited and, and we're ready ready to play some football. Coach Wilson, one more follow up question. We'll wrap it up for the night. Um, when you come over to Sylvania with Coach Van, how long did it take you to learn all the? I mean, I when I first went down in 1990 and started covering. Stan Mountain football was like, this is a rivalry game. Well, the next week I went and covered somebody else and it was a rivalry game. And then the next week I went and it's a rivalry game. You, when you get on that mountain playing football, every week you're playing someone down the road, up the road, just from you. It, it, it doesn't take long to learn how intense Sand Mountain football is. What was your impression of Stan Mountain football, as we call it? Oh, yeah, you, the first thing I think of when I think of Sam Mountain football is just violence. Uh, you know, you, you just put your hand in the dirt and let's just go. Uh, you know, all like you know, kind of one of the biggest schools that obviously everybody talked about was five. And uh, when I get up here, I kind of realize that it, it's everywhere. That playing football, put your hand in the dirt, football, downhill defense, it, it's it's all up and down this mountain. So it was it was very different for sure. All right, Coach Van, we do it every every week. Let's talk about it. We got got to fill up those stands with some green and gold this week. Uh, folks got a chance to come out and make some noise and make a difference in this football game. Yep, we, we need everyone to come out um, and and fill the stands up. You know, they're gonna they're gonna have a big crowd. We need to have a big crowd. Um, our guys have something to prove. Uh, we haven't proven ourselves yet. We're going out every Friday night to prove somebody wrong. Um, and obviously this Friday night, we've got to go out and put thousands of people wrong. And that's our goal. Um, you know, if people's against us, that's what we want. We want to prove people wrong. And, uh, but I can tell you this, there's 37 guys in that locker room that's worked their tail off since December, um, to play in the game in the fall on a Friday night. And we get another opportunity to play on a Friday night this week. We're blessed to have that opportunity and, uh, we're excited about it. I know the kids are, uh, we need, as much work as our guys put in, we need as many civilian people as we can get in the stands for a big Friday night football game um, against a really good football team um, who, who's probably going to end up being have an opportunity to, to make a run in the playoffs. So um, we got to come out ready to go. Uh, Coach, very well said. Coach Wilson, um, anyone you want to uh, shout out to, uh, recognize, talk about, say hello to? Any, uh, any I'll do. Uh, yeah, I'll give three shout outs. First one goes to uh, Hannah Van. Um, everything she does. From the show, Coach. I'm sorry. Yeah, so shout out to her. She's been great for me. Uh, number two is just our players. Um, just, uh, kind of it might get overlooked the work they put in. So shout out to them. And then shout out to the, the Big Orange this Saturday. Got a big game against Florida. So looking forward to that one. So 
Coach Wilson has just become my favorite person on the face of the earth. That's it. That's it. Every time, every single time, Tennessee fans get all riled up and ready to go. You know what happens? Hey, Coach, I'm gonna let you know that if we if we don't take that L Saturday, Howie might be doing the show by himself because I'm gonna be the oldest guy on the goalpost Friday night tearing it or Saturday tearing it down. So we're just see see that's the difference. See that right there, Randall. It's the Here difference. When Bama beats Florida, we walk out of the stadium, we get in our cars, and we go to the house, and that's what we expect. When Tennessee beats Florida, tear the goalpost down. Thank you, Randall. That, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Coach, we ain't been Alabama's level in about two decades. you got to let us have one here. I, I know. I, know. It's we're, a, we're trying, I ain't seen it in a lifetime, so. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Coach, I <laughs> we beat Vandy one night, so don't talk to me about it because beating Vandy was big to me about four years ago. Well, yeah, man. Alabama's got Vandy this week, so maybe they find a way to win. Oh, Lord. Coach, uh, Will, repeat what you just said. What? About, about Yeah, about your lifetime. They ain't, they ain't been good in my lifetime. So anytime any they beat they beat Florida once in the past eighteen years. Uh, so and he's still a Tennessee fan. That's <laughs> saying something. Hey, I, I, I paid them student loans. He looks forward to baseball and basketball every year. That's just what he does. We basketball school. Well, after Saturday, maybe we won't be. I try. But, uh, sure. It's gonna be fun. Y'all look for me. I'm gonna be in the same seats I've been sitting in for thirty years. So. Uh, Coach Van, though, I think Coach Van might go a little faster than Josh Hopple. He's getting off a play every 12 seconds. Coach Van might be might be pushing his record there. I don't know how fast y'all get plays off. but We, it, we ain't been lately. So. We're going to this week. We're going to try to snap it every five seconds and break every tendency, every, ten, every, every two plays. So. I, you know what? I believe we'll that. We'll get 19,000 formations. We may stay in empty all night. <laughs> yeah, Coach. I heard rumors y'all have been practicing uh, wing T under the center, side to side, no splits. Is that true? So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Foot to foot, just what Fife does. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Coach Benefield, I, I was on the phone with Benefield all day today trying to figure out um, some some of the play calls and, and why he calls them. And um, his response was, can't stop them. <laughs> well, I no, told him he didn't say that. I said, it's a joke. I but but I did call him and uh and ask him uh some of the stuff because we're we're implementing it this week. We've been practicing it for three to two days now. Tomorrow maybe we get it a little better. We was rusty today, but yeah. it'll get well, better. Uh, maybe you can sneak practice in on Friday morning for school. Uh, we we got to give a shout out here from me, JT KC Holmes, who who did what we asked him to do, made donation quarterback club. We appreciate those guys for sponsoring us. Coach, we can use some more donations, too. If anybody wants to jump on board the rest of the season, there's always room. We'll get you out there, get you shouted out. But uh, appreciate the guys at JT and KC Holmes. Uh, next Thursday or next Tuesday, we'll be here. We'll talk about Pisgah, Sylvania. Coach Van, you got anything to close us out tonight? Go Rams. Coach Wilson, got anything else? Uh, nothing else. Just thank you all for what you all do. This is a really cool – little outlook for our players that y'all do. So we appreciate it. Well, Coach Wilson, we have more fun than anybody does. And now that I found a Tennessee fan in Sylvania, Alabama, I feel bonded. Bonded. That's right. Howie, Go for Howie Chaney, Coach Tyler Van, Coach Wilson, 
We'll see you next Tuesday here on the Sylvania Round Football Program.